0: right everybody welcome back to the churn it is week five week five it is joe DiFrancesco, francesco the commish sitting alongside me at connor bods underscore ff how are you long time no talk
1: i know i'm good man i'm good we're rolling into week five it's weird because it's like normally it's like all right week four we're quarter way through the season we're still pretty much a quarter of the way through the season right now, but it's just like kind of throwing me off doing that math in my head. I'm like, okay, so now four games, another four. So, you know, I don't know if it's messing with you at all. It's kind of messed with me this 17th game and just my mental math of football.
0: I'm already anxious about the season being over. If I can put that lightly fantasy is well, I haven't checked in in three weeks fantasy is very hard this year. You know, not enough fantasy analysts were touting quarter Patterson as the league winner. Everybody was talking about, um, you know, it's slightly frustrating. I feel like the fantasy football gods are playing a cruel prank on everybody. Good news. We didn't talk about this pre-show. Saquon Barkley's back. Things are getting normal in the world. Saquon yep. Barkley is he, he's who's back of the week. It's him. But there's just a weird air. It's like quarterbacks and weird receiver running back type league winners. It doesn't make any sense. Robust running back is defeated this year. What are your thoughts?
1: It's early, though. We'll see how everything kind of plays out by the end of the season. You know, like I'm not.
0: No, no, you have to overreact. You have to. (laughs) Everything that's already happened now is indicative of what's going to happen.
1: No, you are correct. I'm just Uh, thinking out loud, like. If you don't have Derrick Henry, I mean, who are you doing well right now with any of the top-tier running backs? Eckler. Yeah, okay. When I'm saying that, like a consensus kind of like first-round guy, I felt like Eckler It's like, if you like Eckler, you're taking him in the first, but probably consensus would be like an early second-round guy. If you
0: had Zeke, you're probably happy because you got Zeke yeah, later. That's true. You got, you got Zeke yeah. later than uh, expected. I mean, Dalvin Cook owners are frustrated. McCaffrey owners – Those who victory lapped the 1-1, thought they were going to dominate all year long. It's been hard to – it's been tough to navigate. Alvin Kamara owners, you know, they got that Taysom Hill guy scoring multiple touchdowns a game again. Winston, it's like it didn't matter. Marquez Callaway, preseason hype. There's a lot that's just like never really came to fruition. So far this year for a lot of guys, we need to see some changes and quick.
1: Yeah. So I'm almost wondering here with the talking about the Saints, what is Callaway going to start doing when Michael Thomas is back? Is that going to open up the offense entirely? Cause that's, I tend to lean that way and think that once they get Michael Thomas back, that's when this offense is going to start flying high. The only thing that sucks is you got to wait till what week nine for that coming off the pup.
0: He's got to so. come off the pop, and you know, what is, what is he doing right now with he's alone? He's not doing anything. Yeah. Uh, saints are winning football games. It's really, it's really ugly out there. Fantasy wise. It's, you know, we, you know, week one, we had like Jamal Williams kind of come right down to the seat, like talking like lions, like they're producing more fantasy assets than like a team like the saints. And it's weird. At least the Jets still stink. I mean, that's pretty normal for fantasy, right? That feels normal. But uh, other than that, it's just been a it's been a weird season.
1: It has How been. Are you it's doing
0: been wins wise.
1: Wins wise. Um, so, I'm actually doing halfway decent. Usually at this point, I'm I'm not doing too hot. You know this. My quarter way through is usually when I would make the name change to worst team ever because my team is playing like dog shit. But I'm actually halfway decent right now, dynasty-wise. Um, the team I really thought was going to be good, which was my dynasty team, is good. Hmm. Team I thought was going to suck. War Room really sucks. And mm-hmm. I've had a pleasant surprise so far with Melting Pot. That team, I again, looking at all the stats, I mean, it, it might be a fluke. That's part of the reason why I traded away Patterson. I mean, I, I'm not scoring a ton of points in comparison to some other players, but I'm 3-1, and one, so... I'm never going to complain about being three and one, but there's a few teams that have a worse record who have scored a lot more points than me. So I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not totally sold yet on that roster for myself.
0: I'm not one of those teams. I uh, let's, if I can give you a melting pot update now, granted, there's more, there's more at stake for the melting pot right now for me than 11 other teams. Cause I had a chance to go for the empire pop. Let's just take a look, because you're four, you're three and one. You are the, definitely a big surprise. I mean, Bayou Boys is another big surprise we'll talk about. But week two, I, I lost to you after trading for Tua. He put up half a point. Normal game. Could have been a win.
1: Probably would have been a win.
0: Mike Lucas comes in, takes care of business, team flops, and then we lose by six last week after Jimmy Garoppolo gets bumped out of Gets bumped out of the game. I mean, we're one touchdown away from being right in contention to be three and one, two and two at the very least. And injuries have sucked away my chances here. I'm a little bit disappointed about that. I'm going to run through my IR for you. Let's cue up a symphony of death because that's what it is. Three quarterbacks, Ryan Fitzpatrick, IR, Tua. I are after I made the trade. Good job, DJ Moore. He's going to be in our uh, wide receiver one as planned for the rest of the year. Etienne Bateman, Marcus Johnson. I think I literally picked him up to stash him down there. Chris Carson's out tonight. Tony Jones, he was fun for half a week. And bye bye, Jimmy Garoppolo. Things don't look good over here. I'm nervous, very nervous.
1: Yeah. I think if you are to contend for this empire pot, it's going to have to take a miraculous comeback. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it. I just, I'll I'll be honest with you. It's going to take a lot. And I think if you want to make that move, you're probably going to have to trade away some pieces um, to really go all in. If you are really looking to push for that empire pot, but it just shows like dynasty is so fickle. So it's like every time you actually have the chance to push for that title you really need to because you never know it's such a year-to-year thing where it's like anything can happen hmm. um that's part of the the reason why in dynasty I, i'm like pushing as hard as i am this year because it's like i don't know if i'll be back yeah um so you never really know and that's why i'm not really going to complain about being three and one because again y- you never really know
0: a hundred percent i gotta go find my first round pick from yeah, uh, who has it uh mark Pagnazzi's four and no bye you boys he has and my first your,
1: rounder. Oh no! I gotta get it. Back,
0: I gotta get it back immediately, and somehow tell him that I'm still competing.
1: Well, I hope he doesn't listen to this, then, for your sake.
0: Well, for my sake, I you know, <laughs> it's just like, how is this team for now? You think that you're going to be a late round pick again because your team's pretty decent coming into year two? You might yeah. be the first overall pick. Yeah, in in dynasty. Yeah. And you traded it away for a guy who ended up on the IR. <laughs> uh, for
1: the
0: rest of the year. James oh, Franco man. injury, Travis Etienne.
1: What did you what did you trade that first for?
0: I moved up to
1: 111. Oh. Oh yeah, 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 cuz you got Etienne. Oh man. I mean, that trade was worth it looking back at it. Um I don't blame you at all for making that trade. Um, but no, so I'm looking at, I'm looking at the Bayou boys right now. I mean, they're putting up numbers. I mean, they're, they're four and oh, you got Zeke, you got Chubb, you got Waller, Like that's a pretty good, like one, two, three combo. But after that, I'm kind of questioning things. Do you think this team has the makeup to kind of keep this rolling here? Um,
0: This, this is a team I thought was on the brink of rebuild. I cursed myself. You reap what you sow yeah. for a full year, and I've reaped it because I cursed him, and I said, you will be in rebuild, and I'm looking at legitimately a full rebuild here. Looking at his team, you walk into a lot of assets this year. Yeah. Daryl Henderson, right? Another good another good pickup just because he had him, right? Other than that, it's not like Mar- Marquez Callaway didn't turn into anything will fuller's going on ir the team overall is it's not it's not great like it's i don't know in what world is this team in first place it really shouldn't be
1: if he had my quarterbacks i would say yes this team could keep it up i just think i mean kirk cousins and baker i i don't know i mean kirk has been playing pretty well this year he's yeah, got yeah, the weapons um cook's been in and out of the lineup which obviously helps kirk just because they have to lean on him more but Baker has not looked great this year and he's banged up. So I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think that team might be frauds, but he could have just old takes exposed us in a couple of weeks here. When, if he's kind of keeps his mojo rolling and he hits six and oh, seven and oh, and he's just like, uh, Hey guys, remember when you called me a fraud? Like,
0: I wonder yeah. if he thinks about that, you know, when he's giving his pregame speech
1: mm-hmm.
0: to the Bayou Boys, he has to, Oh, it's, dude, they're going to be something you think about.
1: We're giving them a ton of bulletin board material. You think a guy like Baker is going to love hearing this and just kind of going into the locker room, putting this up on the whiteboard, and then they just kind of have a great week of practice.
0: Well, let me tell you something about Baker Mayfield this week. He's got a very <laughs> tough task. Okay. Yeah. We take. Where's that game? It's, it's in, LA. in LA. We take OBJ out of that game. If we, can, if we can get some pressure on Baker early, I'm very confident in this. Are you, guys, team. are
1: you guys taking Odell out of the game or is Baker taking Odell out of the game because he just can't hit him? He
0: can't. I don't know.
1: Uh, it's insane. Baker, uh, dude, Odell was wide open for that touchdown mm-hmm. this weekend and Baker just completely missed him. Like one of the worst. All right. Not one of the worst throws, but for a guy like Baker, who I feel like is usually pretty accurate. It's just. Shocking to see, and it's definitely that shoulder injury he picked up what was that week two is clearly still going to be affecting him now, and it, and it probably will be all season.
0: Do you think that's like one of the biggest letdowns of a potential quarterback-wide receiver pairing in football?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's even close, really.
0: What's the potential there, right, the the ceiling, when you really think about it? I, I still think that, you know, when you put Odell Beckham on the football field, He's a stud. Yeah, he's he's going to be good. Him and Baker can cannot get it together.
1: No, and I was hoping, too. Like, obviously, I, I have Odell in Melting Pot. I was hoping when you get, all right, now Jarvis is out. They're going to have to throw the ball to Odell. And, I mean, he's getting targets. That's the thing. I mean, he has, what is this, 16 targets through two weeks, two games. Not like, bad, not bad. And they're bringing him back up to speed. So, I don't know. He's got some – matchups are okay going forward. I mean, I don't think the Chargers really worry me a ton. Um, Just in terms of, like, I'm not going to bench Odell. I Like, I know I'm starting him. He's kind of been disappointing. But I that's a guy who you need to have in your lineup with this uh, type of roster construction. (laughs)
0: 100%. How – we haven't talked in a few weeks. It's been – let's just say life is – a little bit difficult to find time to hop onto a podcast. I think real life's definitely been getting uh getting in the way of a lot of things. It's getting in the way of being the best fantasy football player I could be. I, we were talking pre-show. Fantasy's tough this year. It's very hard. Yeah, you left your draft without L Patterson. Like I said, you're you're in trouble this season. And. Giants, they're playing good football again.
1: Okay, it's been one week. I'm not – have you seen their schedule?
0: Coming up? It's going to be tough.
1: Look at their schedule and just tell me where you see a win before week 10.
0: Before week 10? They're going to have a tough game this week, but I think they play the Cowboys tough.
1: Oh, no, I think they do too, but I I think the Cowboys are legit. I I do think the the Cowboys are good. 100%.
0: um, They beat the best team in football, so –
1: no, they lost to the Bucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So Cowboys, week five. Week six, Rams. Week seven, Panthers. Week eight at Kansas City Monday night. Week nine, Raiders. Week ten, bye. Week eleven, Bucks. Week twelve, Philadelphia. Like right I don't, the garden. I yeah. After that, it gets a little bit easier. I mean, after Philly, they go Miami at the Chargers. We'll be at that game. Dallas, Philly, Bears, Washington to close it out. So after that Bucks game, it definitely gets significantly easier. But I mean, we're looking at potentially the team being one in 10.
0: Oh, no, no, don't say
1: that. I don't know. I think they could beat the Raiders. I think the Raiders have Fraud's. We do this every year, every year. Every year, the Raiders look awesome. Weeks one through four with uh, Gruden <laughs> and they just fall apart once it turns to october so (laughs) i don't know what it is there's something about october they just stink Mm. um but i mean your chargers man your chargers look good brandon staley's a good coach
0: yeah he is molecular when he's on the mic he his approach to the game is it's kind of he's kind of like a nerd like he's a football nerd you know when yeah
1: you need that though
0: The other day he was explaining in the press conference, you know, what the run game does for your pass game. If you, it's a minute, 30 second bite. It's unbelievable how polished he is. And he said straight up, he's like, you don't have to have a good run game to play play action. But when you play the run, you're forcing to defense to play blocks and tackle, Mm -hmm. right? Just the way he speaks, like they have to, Play blocks. It sounds so molecular and scientific, almost the way he's approaching things. Oh, uh, a nerd! He's a big nerd. Absolutely good, polished, well spoken. If it's fourth and two, we're going for it. So we're playing Madden with this Chargers offense. There's and it's not like the fourth and two where we're up trying to get you know come off sides. We're literally stepping up to the ball and snapping yeah. it because Jared Jared Cook's going to be open in the flats. Okay? That's the offense that we're playing right now, and I love it. I'd rather go for it every time like this.
1: I will say, too, and it, it, it's not just the Chargers. I feel like everyone in football right now is going for it besides the Giants.
0: So, <laughs> I've been
1: really... I like the more aggressive style in the NFL. I, I think it's good for the game. It's Obviously, it's a little bit more beneficial for fantasy, too. I mean, these guys are taking more chances. If teams start going for a more on fourth down, that's an extra play potentially, which, I mean, that adds up over yep. time. Um, so. Yep. Yeah, Chargers look good. I still think the Chiefs take that division, though.
0: We'll see. We'll see. I don't we have know. a good I, schedule coming up. We have a yeah, lot of games to right win. A lot of games
1: Browns at Ravens is tough. That's going to be a tough game. Week seven by Patriots should be a win. At Eagles, Winnable game. Eh. Yeah. Big Eagles stink. Steelers. I do, and you guys got – that's good for you guys because you guys are playing at the 4 o'clock Eastern time against the Eagles, so it's not like coming out to Philly playing at 1 o'clock where it's like 10 a.m. Uh, L.A. time. So it's going to be a little bit easier,
0: I think, probably playing in that later window. Yeah. Another big point about the Chargers, too. I mean, you could laugh about the crowd issues all you want. That's fine. If we play an away game every week, Yeah, traveling doesn't mean anything. We went to Arrowhead, and we beat the Chiefs 30-24 – um, crowd noise stuff like that it it's only making us better road teams we're probably going to be the best road football team in the NFL. Every game is a road game yeah because because of that so I, I think that that's huge just something that you know not everybody thinks about I think uh somebody on Good Morning Football might have been I might have been Peter Schrager that was talking about it because uh he was laughing about the Derek Carr stuff and you know Derek Carr is who he is but he talked a lot of smack about our crowds and the home games. And we showed up and punched him in the mouth, 28, 14. And then when people get on Derek Carr about how he flopped in the fourth quarter, curling up in a ball, when he's getting sacked by our defense, you know, he responded with, uh, I I think he took a poor response to it. I mean, we responded to his bullshit press conferences by playing football and he took to the mic and, yeah, I, I, think he, I think he really didn't handle that great. You know, Joey Bosa is going to talk because he's one of the best players in football. You're not there yet, Chief. You're not. Did you see any of that drama coming up?
1: No, that, that no, admittedly no, but I know that Carr is a little bit of a goober. Um, I think that's probably a good way to describe him. Mm. Like, he, he's been playing very well this year. If he keeps up this level of play he's at, I do think the Raiders have a chance to push for a wild card spot in the AFC. Yeah. Um, but that that's a big if because we've seen him do this before where he looks awesome, and then see. he just stinks. So I don't know if it's mm. him. I don't know if it's Gruden. I don't know if it's Mayock. I don't know if it's C like D. All of the above. <laughs> um, could be. But yeah, there. I need to see the Raiders do it before I fully trust in like I fully trust in them, and that's the same reason why. I'm not picking against the Chiefs until I see them not do it to win that division. So
0: Yeah, we'll see. Well, I, I agree with you, though, that like it's more likely that they come back to life and are a strong yeah. team down the street. It's more likely that they come back than the Raiders sustaining it. I, I do think the Chargers can sustain it, but I'm starting yeah. to be more confident week in, week out when I watch them play. Chargers uh, are good miles my, garrett versus Rashawn slater is going to be must see television it's the best matchup of the week hands down it, in my opinion at, the, at any position um it's going to be it's going to be unbelievable hopefully i think unbelievable.
1: i think close second is probably thursday night where we got dk going up against ramsey that sure. might be the close second but besides sure. that i mean i'm with you that's that I'm, I'm excited to watch that. I mean, I'm not going to be sitting down, like watching every single snap of it. Like, sure. All right. Let me see. Let me see Slater. Let me see Garrett, but I'm excited to see some of the highlights from it. Just seeing the one-on-one clips going on Twitter throughout the week.
0: Football guys are going to be amped up for that. Like that matchup. That's why we're so excited about it. A
1: hundred percent.
0: Why don't we check on injuries? We have a lot and a lot of news. I'm going to pass the microphone. give us a rundown where are we at in week five
1: so this one was a little bit kind of flew under the radar i feel like walking away from sunday but chris carson is out with a neck injury which sounds like it could be what was the sleeper notification that it said last night that it could be like a long-term injury potentially um
0: the big thing that we're seeing here with this one is that it's a it's a a lingering injury that's flared up. And that's where this is coming from on a short week. It doesn't sound like he's getting ready to play or ready to, to obviously get out there. Yeah. That's uh, certainly when you're a Carson roster shipper, you're like, ah, that's not good. Dynasty neck problems are never good. That keeps your brain bucket up. Right. And makes your, you know, helps you make decisions when you're hitting the hole. Uh, Yeah. I'm worried. That's not great by any means
1: no and i mean he's so much fun to watch too like when he's playing just because he runs so violent which honestly probably led to this injury um <laughs> yeah could have i feel like he is by far the most physical runner in the nfl obviously yeah. henry's at his own henry is a different style of running not physical but violent i would say carson is probably the most violent running back okay just i feel oh boy boys just cracked that here <laughs> Uh, uh that'll sound that'll sound good on the pod tomorrow yeah. um no i just think that carson just runs the most violent of any running back in the nfl henry is very very physical but uh, i just think carson is his own own kind of type
0: of beast i think but, uh nick chubb challenges that too he's a physical runner is yeah more but physical I, than violent though that's, that's, what, that's what i think yeah
1: i think he's Carson, to me, seems like the guy who's going to be going head first – not head first, but lowering the shoulder, like, lowering the helmet, just trying to run your ass into the ground. <laughs> While Chubb is like, no, 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 I just need to make the best football play to go pick up eight yards of carry.
0: Yep. Okay. You I... see,
1: do you see his stats compared to Derrick Henry this year?
0: Uh,
1: n- no. So, okay. He has <laughs> – it's crazy. He has 69 total carries for 362 yards. He's 150 yards behind Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is 113. Oh so he's almost dude. double the carries. Double the... Yeah. So That's... Chubb is just on a, operating on a whole other level when it comes to efficiency as a running back. And I think he's just the best pure runner in the NFL. I think it's between him and Cook. Um, but I think right now Chubb just is maybe the best running back in the NFL.
0: Sure. Sure. I, I've said that a couple of times. I think I agree. He's, the, he's one yeah. of the best pure rushers you'll ever see. Old school running back, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, Chris Carson, another quarterback banged mm-hmm. up. You know, strike when the iron's hot. Here comes the late round rookie quarterbacks we were telling everybody to draft. Justin Fields starting. The way, the rest of the way, that's that was official, right? So Justin Fields is starting the rest of the way. Bingo. I mean, come on. You got to be happy about that. Big Justin Fields truther. And now Jimmy G's banged up. Are we going to see a similar thing with Trey Lance? I mean, he put up 20 fantasy points and a half. This is big. This is big news. This is the turning point for teams that were punted the quarterback position, and they were waiting to cash in. This is the moment you've been waiting for in Superflex, teams that have been struggling with the QB two spot. This is like, if you prepare, this is also one of those moments. Yes. This, the bells are ringing. You might've, you might've uh, caught the iron at the right time. I'm excited for this.
1: Are you making a bunch of game of Thrones references? You're talking about the iron. You're talking about ringing the bells. I was like, oh, someone watched the game of Thrones trailer this week and he's getting excited um but now I am very excited to see what Fields does I am bummed that Montgomery is out that's kind of probably one of the next things we were going to hit on is he's out four to five weeks just because I feel like Monty is very good he's he's good I was wrong I was kind of a hater Uh, um he's been very very good this year he kept the ball rolling here And having a steady force like that in the backfield with fields, I feel like is only going to help him. Now he has Damian Williams, Tariq Cohen. We'll see. Um, Hopefully this gets Aaron, uh, sorry, Allen Robinson kickstarted. I don't know if you have any shares of him, but he has been vastly disappointing so far this year.
0: Um, The X factor here is, I think David Montgomery is an X factor. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have a, a good running game. Right, Brandon Staley talks about that. But if you have a good running game, that opens up the offense a lot. But the biggest X factor here that we can't forget to talk about is Bill Laser. Yeah. Blaze. Laser. Blade. Uh, honestly, Bill Laser. It's like the Adam Gaze effect. It's like Matt Nagy's more of the same of that, where his guys do not produce when he's calling the plays. All right. Bill Laser enters that's what we're looking for out of this offense now is that going to help Allen robinson i think that's going to help in due time 100 percent. yeah
1: yeah i think too i, I think the big thing with Allen robinson and why he's probably been struggling is number one andy dalton sucks not throwing the ball downfield um i think he had like one pass over 10 yards or something mm-hmm. crazy like that so it, it's just they haven't really been using Allen robinson correctly and field's gotten like no practice reps with him yeah, so they just don't have that connection. Fields, I think, has been working a lot with Mooney. You saw that last week. Mooney really, mm-hmm. really popped off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think Mooney is definitely going to continue that. Robinson, I don't know if I'm ready to slide him back and slide him into my lineups. So I'll be honest, I, I took him out this week. Hmm. Um, and I think I'm probably going to keep him on the bench just until I see him get more consistent target share. I think Fields is, I want to see them against a defense that's a little bit better than the. Uh, than the Lions,
0: mm, okay. What's
1: Lance, though, what are your thoughts on Lance? Great, yeah,
0: great. I mean, it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be similar to Jalen Hurts. I, I don't, I don't see the Niners as playoff contenders with, or like deep playoff contenders with Trey Lance at quarterback. I, I don't personally see that. I do think that they're more likely to go back to Jimmy Garoppolo than the Bears go back. <laughs> Then the Bears going back to Andy Dalton. However, fantasy, I'm happy about it. I think I'm fine with it. Real football, am I interested? Yeah, I'm interested. I want to see if he can actually lead them to win football games. But uh, yeah, fantasy, this is going to be great. And this is everything that we were waiting for, for the people that drafted him and uh, Hitman Fields late in their, in their redrafts and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so Lance, too, right now seems like a bit of a bargain on FanDuel, at least. He's 6900 He's priced right around... I mean, he's priced with Jimmy G and Baker. Burrow's, like, right ahead of him. Jameis. Carr's a couple hundred more, so... I think for the upside, for what he can bring you with his rushing, he has a very, very high ceiling. Um, will he yep. hit that? That's obviously the question. Um, I bit the cheese on fields the last couple of weeks in DFS, and it hasn't worked out for me just yet, but... One of these rookies between fields and Lance is going to have a huge fantasy day soon. I think they're mm. due mm. just with their rushing ability.
0: Agreed. And uh, it's going to be good when that cash is in a hundred percent. And honestly for daily, I think it's they're well worth the risk this week. Agreed. as Well,
1: yeah, I'm uh, going to, I might put together a super flex one with the two of them and just kind of work that on and, and see what else I can get. What uh, how I can kind of build up that roster. Um, but yeah, McCaffrey though, sounds like he might be back this week. Do you buy Mm -hmm. it? Do you think he's in? Do you think he's out? What's your gut telling you right now?
0: My heart says yes, but my head says no. I need, I need Christian McCaffrey back in a lot of places, a lot of places. My Christian McCaffrey teams are limping along without him. Matt rule. I think is a smart coach. I don't know if I see him playing him this week. And if he does, it's not going to be full workload. You have to temper your expectations on what you're going to get out of him.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got Sam Darnold rushing for how many touchdowns does he have right now? Six, five or six. Something crazy. He's, so
0: He's killing it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think no would be my guess. I Because it seems like it's McCaffrey who's coming out and saying he can play this week. So if I'm the, if I'm the Panthers, look, they invested a lot of money into this guy. Chuba's looked okay. He hasn't looked awesome. He hasn't kind of blown blown the doors off. But you, I think you could feel okay rolling him out with Bryce Freeman for another week, um, and then bring back CMC week six. I think it's better for your team long term. You want to have McCaffrey, especially with how good the Panthers have looked. Mm-hmm. You're going to want him closer to the end of the year rather than playing on first weekend or second weekend in October. So my gut says out. Um, I'm with you. I think Real's a good coach. I think they're smart there. So uh, I tend to lean out. Um another couple guys here. We'll keep these ones a little bit on the quicker side. Joe Mixon, what do you think? In or out? Out this week. Out. I think so too. One week.
0: One week. That's it.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. And I, I as a Mixon uh shareholder, I think I want them to hold him out too. Just make sure he's healthy. So I'm not dealing with what's going on with this next guy. Dalvin cook mispracticed twice this week. He mispracticed again today. Um, I, I want them to leave him out this week. I don't know if you're in agreement with me or if you have any cook shares or kind of what your thoughts are with him, but I I hope they leave him out. He got banged up at the end of last week, kind of aggravated that ankle injury that he missed week three with.
0: Yeah. I think I see, I say out as well. I know. Uh, Oh, no. What the heck is the Vikings coach's name? Why did I just forget that? Mid pod.
1: Mike Zimmer. <laughs> I got yeah. nervous. I was like, oh, no, don't tell me we lost the podcast. Like, I thought there was, oh, boy, I thought that was a lot worse than you forgetting the name of Mike Zimmer.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I had a good take ready. Mike Zimmer said they were in the football, winning football games mode, but they're not winning football games, really.
1: Part of my, I think it was part of my take said it that the vikings are the new chargers where they're going to be in every single game close but never really win it um and i feel like they're always going to kind of have weird scores so i think the vikings might be the new chargers of old
0: the we're cursed d francesco because if it's not the chargers it's my father if it's not the vikings it's the jaguars it's a it's a joke (laughs)
1: Outside of the Browns and the Jets, I think you guys have like the most cursed fan bases that you guys have chosen. The Jags are too new for that really to kind of fit there. But between Chargers and and Vikings, I I think those might be two of the most cursed NFL franchises.
0: Yeah, it's good. I tell you, it's it's really good. Yeah, things are going well. Oh, 100 percent. Things are going great. Uh, We're really thriving and it's good. But no, no, we are thriving this year because we're breaking the curse. We're breaking the mold. We're going all the way. Um,
1: I want to – I think we need to start having Vin on just to get two sec, just get two minutes on his thoughts on Urban Meyer. Just uh, kind of get get status update on the Jags. Uh, see how they're feeling. See how they're grinding out the rest of the season. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, very, very funny down there. What do you think is more likely? He's coaching the Jaguars in 2022 or USC?
0: Nowhere. I'll, you think take, nowhere. I'll take door three.
1: I think he's at USC. I I'm think that is the, I think like USC is the only level of college job. It's like USC, Texas, Alabama, like one of those like top, top, top level schools that he would ever leave the NFL for. I think he's, I think he's at USC next year.
0: Wow. Um, Interesting. we'll see.
1: Yeah. Real quick. You want to, uh, since we're at the quarterway Mark, I was thinking maybe just hit on our leagues yeah. real quick. Just kind of provide a quick update. Um, I have Dynasty up, so I'll go through that real quick.
0: Yeah. I can't um,
1: through. So right now, leader in the clubhouse for the Wildlings division, which is myself, Bracken, Luke, Mike Duesler. Uh, I am currently leading. I also have the most points for. So that's that's pretty good. I'm three in one. Uh, we have a fun division going on here in the Kingsguard where it is you. TC, Danny Dell, Mr. LaPia, Mikey. Everyone is two and two across the board. You right now are in first place in that division based on the points for total. You are ahead by about seven points on Mike. It is kind of crazy that you are almost plus 100 in point differential, but only two and two. Uh, that's so. Have you just lost close games?
0: I've made some. I, week one was an L because of the DeAndre Swift debacle. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever recovered from week one. I'm just going to have a moment here. I, I really don't think I have because of what happened.
1: Is it because of DeAndre Swift?
0: Ten minutes before. Oh, won. my
1: God. We were freaking out.
0: <laughs> uh, no, week two was a blowout. And I lost by five to TC in week three because I started Sterling Shepard and he got hurt and the guy I benched him for I think would have brought me to the promised land
1: yeah you also beat Dusler by uh by like 70 so that'll really kind of boost up the numbers that'll be good for the uh for long term um
0: Jalen Hurts has been great by the way QB4
1: yeah but like he's not good
0: doesn't matter. Fantasy. Trainers, I know. No, fantasy, fantasy-wise,
1: Fantasy he's good. Yep. All right, both Rocky Horde. Uh, we got two teams of three and one. Uh, Tucker, though, is ahead of Kyle, just based on points four. We got TJ, though, two and two, hmm. with the most points in that division. And then, obviously, we have Marty, who, far and away, has the fewest points for, while also having the most points against so it's just really when it rains, it pours down there for Marty. Um, Tucker has his first round pick this year. Yikes. Um, has Marty gotten that back? He has not, but he has my first. He's got he's got a bunch of picks going on down there. So mm. I think he'll be okay in the long term. But that is a little bit upsetting that he his team is this bad and he does not have his first round pick. Um <laughs> so are there any teams that kind of stick out to you as maybe being Fraudulent or teams that are underperforming that might start to step it up. If you want, I can go first.
0: Um, no, I, I'm actually gonna take door number three though. Surprise teams. Come on, you're gonna give yourself some credit here. 560 points four. You're three and one. You're going. I mean, come on, you have to be thinking payoffs. This is a good year for you. And I don't think anybody was expecting first place <laughs> right now. So, and I think it's legit. I, I don't think it's fraudulent um teams that are so, underperforming uh, i don't know it's tough.
1: i think there are outside of marty and i think that's all part of the plan i think all these teams are actually pretty good um lapia still probably a year away just based he's got a lot of young players i think i sucking this year has really hurt him it's hurt us everywhere it's hurt the podcast um but Doosler's team also kind of stinks hundred percent. Yeah, no, that team is not great, but I think again, part of the plan, he's got Lance coming back. or Sorry, Lance is starting. So that's kind of got to be fun. Now he'll have something else to lean on. Jacobs and Carson that trading away. Henry mm. to me has been a godsend for myself, but Jacobs has been out. Jacobs is back. Now Carson is out. So I just kind of feel bad for him. Um, and just kind of talking about myself. I, I'm not really surprised. To be honest, I know my team has stunk. I've like been really, really bad. Because um, you're like, I can go into the all-time standings right now, and I may have potentially passed my total number of wins in a season already this year that I've had yeah. years one and two. I've, wow. I've worked hard for this. Um, let's do <laughs> league history. All-time standings. All right, never mind. I have 10 wins, but I still have the lowest win percentage. I'm 10 and 20 on the – career of this league. Um so yeah, no, I I was expecting this. I don't know if I was expecting to be in first place. I think a lot of that probably has to do with some bad injury luck for Luke. I don't think he's really had a full a full go of it right now. Obviously Judy out, Dobbins out. Um who else has he had? Like he's starting Brian Edwards and Cole Hardman. Like that's not what he was expecting at all, I think. Um Sure. So I think his team, though, could definitely bounce back when Judy comes back. So I, I am worried about him. Obviously, Brack attack. That team's just a wagon. Yeah. Dak. Cook. <laughs> if, if they ever commit to Sanders, it, his team's going to be good. Obviously, he lost Monty, though. Yeah. So he's going to have to fight through here. He's he's 2-2. Two and two. He's going to have to string together some good weeks here. He's really kind of going to have to step up. Um, but, no, I, I'm not super surprised. I think Kyle – right now being three and one I don't know if that's fluky um, but I would say definitely surprising I mean he's got Chase Edmonds starting which Chase Edmonds have you seen that he's running back 12 and uh, he doesn't have a touchdown
0: no I haven't seen that actually that's crazy
1: yeah so he's running back 12 doesn't have a touchdown so I mean if he starts scoring even a little bit more I mean that could really kind of jump up um, obviously losing Chark is going to hurt him but I've his team has been surprising, and it's been nice seeing how he's kind of retooled and, and re-equipped his whole lineup on the fly there.
0: Uh, yeah. That, that's pretty much it
1: That for what I've got for Dynasty. I don't know if there's anything else you want to hit on for that
0: one. No, I think Kyle did a great job with his team in the mm-hmm. offseason. I, I really Agreed. do. Um, I'm not sure that – I'm not sure TJ's making the playoffs this year. Um, I think it's going to be tough. And yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think that he's going back-to-back, so I think the Empire pot accrues and continues i'm excited about that it's going to be i think there's going to be a new new face deep in the playoffs i I really do um and i mean i'm excited to see that let's jump to (laughs) we've had a lot of melting pot talk
1: yeah we'll keep it quick
0: it is not pretty over at drunk jd headquarters the commish riding the pine Two storylines that we've been following through four weeks. Mike Lucas, 4-0. Wagon. When does he lose? When does he lose?
1: I don't know, man. And now he's got Damian Williams. Like, it's just he keeps churning these guys out. Oh, my God. He's got Trey Lance and Derek Carr on the bench, too, behind Darnold and Tannehill. And, uh, Damian Harris on week. the
0: bench. No McCaffrey.
1: Oh my God, week. Ridley.
0: He said we're good. He said we're fine. We're fine.
1: Oh my God, he's got Judy on IR. He hasn't traded away any of his picks. My God, I think tight end is a weak spot for him. But I mean, I don't think he cares. <laughs> no, I <with> the rest <laughs> of your team, I would not. I would not give a crap about six seventy seven
0: points for and that's good enough for number one
1: how close is oh marty the marty being okay <laughs> marty having almost 100 more points than me yet i am three and one and he and one he is one and three that sucks but he his numbers are inflated he, what did he hit 230 last week
0: 242 last week which is honestly Jesus. i think we should let's give a round of applause yeah. i mean come on he scored 242 points last week i think that's the most i've ever seen in this format in two years. That's pretty crazy. um You got to be a big surprise. Three and one. Connor bods 587 points, four. Bayou Boys, four and oh. Do you think they're yeah. frauds? And then that's just crazy. Glennie Balls, three and one.
1: So I just want to, sorry, just to go back to Marty for a second here. So I'm looking at league history. Second highest score was 207. So he smashed. <laughs> <laughs> smashed that high score. My lord, Marty. That is that's gonna help him though. Like that's gonna help him down the line with any tiebreakers. I mean, being one and three, like he's gonna have to fight his ass off to to make the wild card. I, I don't think he's gonna be able to catch um Lucas, but that 242 is gonna be a big help. I'll tell you that. Um, sorry, what was the team you were asking me about? Sorry, I, I just went off on a tangent.
0: Bayou boys 4-0 frauds. I think for real,
1: I think they're frauds. I hope it would be funny if we were wrong and he just clipped this and then just started playing it back to us. That would be very funny, but I think that team might be frauds. Glenny balls three and one. I like that team. That team's good. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, he gave me a second for Patterson and completely worth it. Looking at his roster. Um, that could be the missing link. Patterson currently running back three. Yeah,
0: I don't that's know. a joke, dude. It's seriously, it's a <laughs> sick prank. Fantasy. The only,
1: I think the only weakness potentially is his quarterback two spot. Um, I mean Kittle, Hawkinson, great one-two punch. How did we let that happen? Like, how did that just kind of? Oh my god, Hawkinson went round eight. Oh my god. Check the
0: uh, yeah. Check the startup. All the tight yeah, ends no. went super late. I mean, people really could have built like powerhouses. Yeah. Um, with tight ends in this league. Kittle got hurt. I don't victory lap injuries, but I said on the pod how many times he's a runaway freight train and he was going to get hurt this year.
1: He's like Carson of tight ends. He's too violent for his own good.
0: He's a great football player, way yeah. too violent for fantasy. That's way too violent for my blood a thousand percent. But I mean, when he's fully healthy, it's going to be a good football team. You know, he walked, he walked into uh, Jameis Winston as a quarterback. He picked up Alvin Kamara. You know, he did trade away lamb. Like he's paying for this team right now. He paid his first for next year, yeah. you know, but right now three and one, you have to be okay with that. Um I don't think it's as fluky as the four and oh that we're seeing with the Bayou boys. Uh, I would agree. One, one thing I'm going to say, teams underperforming, Luke Amiot, one and three. I I I don't think I would have expected that. And that's a little I, disappointing for them.
1: Yeah, but he has his, what, the third most points. So I'm not, I am not super concerned about that. I mean, we talked about it earlier, Saquon's back. I think Luke will put it back together. Pitts is due for a big week. Is this the week? We will see. The, but I mean, yeah, th- this team is locked and loaded. I think they will bounce back. Um, a two and two team that I actually think is going to be kind of good down the stretch is, uh, studs Shane O'Mac, um, Brady Hurts has been a pretty solid combo. Um, Adams will always be able to carry your team and, and Mark Andrews is due for some tight end like touchdown progression, like regression to the mean. I mean, he's tight end eight right now with no touchdowns, which. If you told me Mark Andrews was tight end eight, I would be like, okay, that's fine, I could see that. If you told me he was tight end eight with no touchdowns, I would call you insane. So, <laughs> I think he's got a lot of positive regression um, coming to that team. So, I think that's another team to kind of look out for down the uh, down the road the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think it's a good take. And man, those uh, those Ravens, huh? They're gonna get Bateman back,
1: dude. They're so good.
0: But they don't play up to their potential. That's a real football team that I think could, uh, you know, uncork the offense a little bit better.
1: They've been doing it.
0: I would appreciate it more. I need more. Lamar is <laughs> a forty-point quarterback potential, I, and I would like to see that. I would like to see that again. Um, you want to touch on War Room for Dynasty? Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: what a shit my show. team. What my team? Yeah, just
0: in general, the it league sucks. is a.
1: Disaster! I don't even know. I haven't even looked. I'm so I am so far out of it. I haven't even been paying attention. Have you seen my total points compared to everybody else?
0: Two ninety five. I'm for sure, if Ernie.
1: I, dude, it's crazy. My one and seven.
0: Mikey O, no surprise, seven and one. Big Bird, yeah. six and two, a little bit of a and surprise.
1: Yeah, that team's kind of been falling apart a little bit too.
0: Karen Just O'Donnell, like based on injuries. Six and two, sweet keeks. And Vin, five and three. He He's coming for blood. I, these standings are going to shuffle.
1: Yeah, the median is really going to help.
0: All guys. year long. I'm having a lot of fun in the war room. I'm getting decimated by injuries in every dynasty that I'm in on sleeper. Decimated. It is war out there. And especially in the war room. It's going to come down to who stays the healthiest, don't you think?
1: Oh, 100%. And so that's why, like, I don't know what I'm going to do at the end of this season. Because uh, I'm very worried that uh, Fields, Tua, and Love are just all going to stink. And I am just going to – it's going to take me, like, four years to rebuild this team. If that's No, the case. no,
0: don't say that. Don't say that.
1: <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I'm just being realistic because, like, I don't have anything besides C.D. <laughs> I have ETN, <laughs> but like legitimately look at my team. And if those three guys suck, what, what do I have?
0: Oh boy! Cause if
1: you'll suck, Mooney sucks. A Mooney is my second best asset right now outside of quarterback who's currently active. So
0: it's not good. Chris no. Hogan, <laughs> Sony, Michelle, Nick, Nick Westbrook, Keen.
1: Yep, Sean Jackson.
0: One. Number caught one, you're like, time. yeah, Deshaun Jackson. I'll get, I'll get 15 points from him first two weeks. Nope. Larry Rodriguez, Maybe he turns into something.
1: Dude, my team is so bad.
0: It's not good.
1: <laughs> I might I have to. Start, I have might start picks. Chris Evans this week.
0: I don't think you have enough picks to build a team mm. in two years.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to totally divulge my plan, but
0: divulge, divulge.
1: If Dallas. I will probably look to trade out of the one one this sure. year. So just, yeah. yeah, no, I know even if it's, but if the quarterbacks suck, I'm going to sit there. And I, if my guys are bad, I, I got to sit there and take the quarterback Um, depending on who it is. I, I don't know who it is yet. I haven't done a ton of research. Um, I like to hold off till at least November before I start looking into prospects, just that for sanity.
0: Sure. I, I, I think that's
1: Miko fair. Miko four and four. Everybody's Three. hanging in there. Be a real shame. Yep. <laughs> and then there's me and Jared.
0: <laughs> Everybody's hanging in there at three and five. Me and Marty are the last two like hanging on to a thread, but the other you know, teams really four and four. You're in the show. We're a game out. It's there's 14 teams that are yeah. available to make the playoffs still. Number there's only six spots, the very small very small format for playoffs. You got to be really good to get there. It's going to be tough to nail one of those top 6 spots, but anything can happen, right? We'll see.
1: Yeah. Do you want to uh you want to hit on uh Butter real quick, run through that, run through the namesake cuz that league is crazy competitive.
0: Yeah, we can go through Butter. And then we'll probably wrap up the show here. Nobody's right undefeated now. after 4 weeks. Nope. Russell and Flo, that's Dana Smith, three and one. D's three and one. And the grinders, that's Chris Whalen, three and one. He's looking to get his way back in. 0-4. TC. He's bringing up the rear, but everybody else is either one and three or two and two. This is this is gonna come down to the wire. It's a long season here in the butter.
1: And here's the thing, too. It's like even with TC, he's 0-4, but I mean he's got Dak. Chubb Gibson Swift, like he can easily work himself out of that hole.
0: He's um, got to win though soon. He's got to win. No, he
1: no, he he needs to win almost this week. I mean, the fact that two and two, I'm in eighth place pretty crazy. Um, just crazy, crazy competitive this year. Um you want to run through the matchups real quick this week? Who do you got? You got oh, you got Bruce's bunch. This is a close one.
0: I need more, I need another 40 from Mahomes. So I'm really limping at running back two. That's a big issue for me. Yeah. Kelsey might have to trade a tight end. didn't do anything last week. Uh Hawkinson slowed down a little bit. You know, that's definitely sucks. So it's uh yeah, we we might have to make a move. I don't trade much in redrafts, but I need to pick up another running back and I need to do that very quickly. And who do you got this week? I have D's. You have these and he's three and one, but he doesn't have a strong points for showing.
1: He has Ridley in the starting lineup who is out this week. So that's kind of skewing the projections. I mean, he's going to be able to toss in Patterson. So, yeah, I mean, Patterson might score another 40 points or whatever he did last week and just completely skull fuck me. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that'll be fun when that happens. Um, But no, I don't know how to feel about this game i think it's probably it's not going to be decided tonight thursday night but it's going to be pretty close i have stafford he is rams defense Mm. if this is a shootout tonight i am feeling halfway decent about it defenses really really matter in this league i mean if you go back to my game week four luke beaming by seven points buffalo defense get him 23 i had tennessee who got me three So, when you get that 20 point differential and non PPR from your defense, like that's going to win you the week every single week.
0: So, 100%. Yeah.
1: Not, but it is what it is. Rest of the rest of the week this week, we have, let's see here. We got Luke taking on Dandel, Big B, and the rest. If I had to make a pick there, I would probably go Luke, I think um just because i don't love that dan is starting michael carter that's not <laughs> we were talking about the Jets sucking i don't think that's a recipe for success i want to be shocked though to see julio back in there's julio gonna play this week i have no not practice he did not practice this week i mean he could <laughs> toss in kenny galladay or Pittman, and so i think he'll be fine um herbert versus the browns actually actually i think i'm going dan dell I'm going to Dan Dell this week because I think I think he'll swap out Carter. Dan, if you keep in Carter, I'm going to be very upset at you. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm going there. Do you want to make a pick that game?
0: Yeah, I probably pick Luke in this one.
1: Your boy, Herbert, huh?
0: Yeah, my boy, Herbert. Yeah, I get that. 100%. All right.
1: Now I'll pick this game. You don't have to. You versus you versus Noah. You guys both have the quarterback tight end stack. One of you is starting Mike Davis, (laughs) the other one is not. Uh, I am taking Noah here. I Luke, uh, sorry, Drew Locke might be starting. Um, so I am in, uh, they're playing up against Pittsburgh. Noah has Pittsburgh defense, so yeah, give me, give me Noah here to uh, to take you down. Sorry about that.
0: That's okay, that's all right. I don't take any offense. We'll we'll win some down the stretch, we'll get there. Mm
1: um uh, next we got uh the two mics are playing each other we got lapia taking on tc any instant thoughts here looking at this matchup uh
0: mike tc needs a win 100 yes, percent, and he needs he a does. win but i think that lapia could take him down i think he gets 20 from new england defense
1: i was just going to say new england defense is where where it went first for me so yeah give me a I'm going Lapea. I think Lamar, New England defense is going to be a little bit too much. I don't love the rest of the team outside of that. Uh, just looking at his RB2 spot with Sanders and then Latavius Murray and Flex. Like, I don't feel awesome about that for him, but he'll get enough production out of quarterback and um, in defense. Um, finally, number one versus number two, saving the best game for last.
0: Oh, I like projected,
1: that. Projected blowout. No. Yeah, Ryan Dana. be Okay. I know, but the, have you looked at the Yahoo projections?
0: I'm looking at the lineup right now.
1: Yeah. Yahoo projects Dana to win by 15.
0: 15? Um,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's got Derrick Henry projected 20 against the Jags. Yeah. I I buy it. I buy 30 from him this week.
1: Minimum. Not minimum, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on the 30. I... Here's the thing. So I'm looking at this lineup right here for Wayland. I think he's got to start. I assume Jacobs slots in over Sutton, right? Or do you start him in over Harris? But regardless, he's got good options on his bench that will probably make the projections a little bit closer. I do like Tampa Bay defense versus Miami might put up some good numbers. New Orleans against Washington, another good matchup. Um I think I'm leaning Dana. I think Dana might kind of continue his reign right now across the top of the league. Yeah. So Debo's I,
0: been really good. Mark Andrews. We just talked about him. He's been, he will be fine. That De- uh, Stefan Diggs is a great matchup. Sunday night football. Diggs chiefs, is due. Diggs is due. And the chiefs have been Swiss cheese on D. Yeah. I uh, think so I really league. like that for them. So, yeah, I mean, I could pick Dana here too. And grinders, they're going to have to grind this one out if they're going to get a win. Uh, but it's not, any panic or anything like that no. i think every team is still alive but a couple teams on the bubble here before week five so that's going to be something to watch out for in the butter for association sure.
1: for sure so you did not make a pick though in my game do you want to you want to oh, do that real quick
0: 100 i do let's take a look oh man who's who's marcy going to slot in it's not pretty i guess you go quarter l patterson and say yeah. What's going on? Uh OBJ, Kittle's banged up. Melvin Gordon's not great. I probably take Stafford tonight in a shootout and I hope he lights it up. Yeah, I think I think I see that too.
1: I hope I get this dub. I mean, I'm gonna pick myself just for confidence purposes, but <laughs> I don't know. Mixon might be out. If Cook's out, I'll just slide in Madison. That's fine. The worst case is when they're like, Oh yeah, we're gonna have Cook active, but we don't know how much he's going to play. That is the
0: absolute worst case, which is what we saw last week. Um, well, yeah, yeah, and Madison's been decent, too. So I, th- I he's think been good. They, uh,
1: I'd rather just one or the other. Just give me one.
0: Let me start them and I'll be set. You might not get that, though. Yeah, I probably won't. You might not get that. All, All right, right. Well, we're, we're coming up on game time. If you want to yeah. go see Matt Stafford, go do some damage for you. Yeah, we got to get there. It's Cersei Night I football here on the sir rams seahawks
1: make a pick real quick
0: i got the rams who do you got
1: give me the rams Ooh, lambs are two and a half i think they cover that over under 53 and a half i'll take that under though
0: pace of play that's going to be huge for tonight they're two of the slowest teams in the nfl yep i'll take the under as well i'll ride that
1: yeah that's a high number
0: 54 and a half for a thursday i don't know yeah. if i buy it no
1: Nope. all right cool
0: good to talk to you yeah this is We're fun here i'm let's back let's do this again for the considerable future i'm navigating a very tough outside of pod work schedule but it's been real you know what it it's is it's the churn at the churn ff and i'm the commish that's connor bods you set your lineups leagues